Hello and welcome to the first Marsh Matador Book Talk. Today we're talking about Avatar, The Last Airbender, The Promise. Special thanks for the music goes to pixabay.com and the artist Clive Romney. Here's our discussion. Hi, I'm Heather Dunlap. I'm the librarian here at Marsh. Hi, I'm Miss Lindsay. I'm the theater teacher and awesome person here at Marsh. Hi, I'm Marcelia. Uh, hi, I'm Elizabeth Velasenor and I'm a student at Thomas E. Marsh. All right. I'm Kimberly. I'm from Marsh. Yay! So, ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the book we just read in our book club. It is Avatar, The Last Airbender. It's a Nickelodeon book, and it is by a series of people. Brian Hantazico, oh Michael Dante DiMartino, Jean Luen Yang, someone named Gordy Hiru, and Michael Heisler. That's a lot of people. I suspect that it is actually written by Jean Yuen Lang because that's who did the script. Seems reasonable. <laughs> I'm not crystal clear on that. It's a lot of names. Yeah, we're going to say him. Mm. Okay. That sounds right. So, we've read the book, yes? Have you read the book? Uh, here's what we wanted to talk about. The characters from the series and how they've grown. We wanted to talk about unexpected insights, our favorite, our least favorite thing. Let's start with, let's start with, um, what's your favorite character? Ooh, yeah, that sounds like fun. All right, um, favorite character? Um, my favorite character is Katara. Why? Uh, because, uh, well, she has an interesting backstory that her mother passed away when the fire nation came to the southern water tribe. Because so she sacrificed herself to save her daughter, that she was the only waterbender. Mm. And I feel like that helped her amateur much better. Be the mother, uh, the older sister, as well as a mother to his brother, to her brother. And that helped her out like, by like showing that she's grown up. She's not a child, but as well, it's affecting her like as a child. She has to have that childhood instead of an already a grown woman mm. to do stuff. So she's like the mature, responsible one? Yes. Do you identify with that? Mm. All right, favorite character? Go. Uh, Zuko. Hmm? Kind of Zuko. Why? Uh, he's kind of like my personality. What's your personality? So, uh, at first he was evil, but now, um, more, uh, he's been being a nice person, he wants to not be as his father, his father's been trying to kill the avatar, the last, air, the last airbender, mm -hmm. and uh, he wants to be not like his dad, and he promised Aang to, uh, if he gets like his dad, he'll, that, to kill him, he'll, he doesn't want to be his dad. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, my favorite character is, uh, like, uh, I think, you know, my very sister, you know, her name was Cora, uh, I like her because she likes she knows how to warband and like she's like kind of like mature and she like controls the friend group. Okay. My favorite character is definitely Katara, um, because like you said, she's the older sister figure, and it's interesting to see her in this in a relationship with someone. Right, this is the first time we're seeing her in a relationship, um, and not only that, but she seems to be. Aang's moral compass 
which she kind of really needs, especially in some of those more emotional moments. She's able to step in and calm him down, and I think that that's really awesome. Right. My favorite character, weirdly, um, and I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right. Toph. Toph. I didn't watch the show, so I didn't know how to say that out loud. But Toph, I liked her because she was kind of like, she's a little sassy. And I could deal with the sassiness. I could, I could appreciate the sass. So that made me happy. Toph is cool. Yeah. She's the hard rock. Toph is tough, man. I like her. Mm-mm-mm. So, here's some of the other stuff we wanted to talk about. Um, Do we, like, ask, like, what are our favorite events from the book or, like, what interests us the most? That is an excellent question. Go. So, the part <laughs> I actually got interested is the part, like, when, can I find, like, the book, please? Um, is the part when, um, so this is a bit interesting, like, for me, like, when Suko goes to the, um, to the person to see his father. Mm-hmm. And like see him talk like man to man, uh, father to son. Like he's trying to know more his father than like the the king, the ruler, the evil one. But in this part, he's pretty calm, pretty chill. But because maybe because in the cell, in the prison, he's like calming down. And like it's surprising, like for me, like his father's trying to give him advice, but like in his own point of view. Like Sukulo wants to get advice, but like he wants to do it his own way, but he wants to hear from others. Mm. So that's the interesting part I got got my eye caught on. Okay. Is when they went to the, to uh, to a festival and and there were so many fireworks and uh, like I said uh, at that point Zuko told Aang to if he turns like his father to kill him because that's like he's not trying to be like the same person as his father. Here's a question: Is that fair for him to ask? Like, if you're Aang, is that fair to put that on you and say, "Hey, if I turn out like this guy, kill me"? Is that fair? No. Uh-huh. He like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be like a hard decision. Yeah. Yeah, it would be really tough to be responsible for that kind of like, go oh, kill me if I turn into my parents. My favorite part was um, when they get to, is it you Dao? We're going to say it's you Dao. Yeah, that's how <laughs> we're going to say that. Um, I love that, you know, we have the entrance of this girl who seems to be Fire Nation, and then boom. Dad is Fire Nation and Mom is Earth Kingdom, and they're trying to separate everything. And I was like, <gasps> the uh, plot thickens. Well, I don't want to bring some history in there, but like that's what they. Well, what we're learning in grade that is that that King King George the Third he wanted to school. The colonies were more going to America, like more Americans than in, uh, from England to England. So like he wanted like to control them, like come down you guys, don't do this, don't do that, don't separate from me, stay with me. And like, I feel like that's what Aang was trying to do with the point that, that they were coming, like foreign nation then Earth King coming to their new generation. 
but I feel like that's a good thing because like we need to combine, we need to learn from each other, different places, different cultures, and like we all have to come in one. We're still in one. We're all one place and one thing. So I feel like yeah. It was very thoughtful, and that is what you call a cross-curricular connection. Congratulations. <laughs> Teachers love that stuff. <laughs> well, that's really cool. Um, if This is a good question. If they actually got all the Fire Nation people and all the... Um, yeah, the Earth Nation people. Is it Earth Nation? Kingdom. They're all nation. Kingdom. Kingdom. I, I, was, I wanted to say it. It was wrong. It was Kingdom. The Fire Nation people and the Earth Kingdom people, if they split them apart, where does that girl go? Well, <laughs> because the, supposedly right there, the father, the man rule more than the woman. Mm. So I feel like the girl will have to go to the Fire Nation. Oh. But the thing that's stopping her to go to the Fire Nation is about her Earth bending. Mm-hmm. It will be impossible, but like, so she might mainly like, be kicked out of both nations. Right. So where does she go? It's insane. There's no home. I for wonder her. if that if she would fall into like one of like the non bender type people mm. and just kind of pick a side. But the thing is, she is a bender. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. Some of the other things we wanted to talk about when we got to this point. If you could trade places with one of the characters, what would you do? Who would you pick and who, what would you do? So if you trade places with any character in this book. I said I wanted to trade places with that big flying thing. Appa. Appa. I want to trade places <laughs> with Appa. And all I want to do is fly around and just be chill and give people rides. And <laughs> oh, yeah? Because she's tough? No. Um, one reason, because I want to realize how blind people see the world. Oh, well, your point of view? Okay. Let's see how that is, huh? Well, how to use the, the how to see where your feet, like, yeah. basically, uh, that would be That's cool. interesting. Interesting motivation. What would you change places with somebody? Oh, uh, with Aang, because I would like to experience, like, earth bending, fire bending, and water bending. <sighs> so I can, like, know how to do it and, like, control, kind of, like, all those bendings are all I want. That would be cool. Uh, I will trade places with Katara because, well, I'm kind of like the second mom on the house. Mm. So, <laughs> and I'm the oldest and I have two siblings. That's why, like, I relate more to Katara. And, like, I don't have any relationships and hopefully I'm not getting any right now. <laughs> I want to get my education first. Like, Katara wanted to do her bending first before anything else protect her brother who is non-bending and like I feel like we have a connection so I feel more good. You wouldn't change places with somebody totally irresponsible and just kind of let everything go? No, I don't want to be her brother so. Okay. Okay. How about you? Trade places with? Oh, I think that I would like to change places with Momo. I want to be a lemur, and I want everyone to tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> and then get away with anything because I'm an animal. <laughs> so we talked about the characters, and we talked about 
Unexpected insights. Did you get any unexpected insights from this book? Anything that you sort of was a big thinker that you thought about? Because mine, mine was really about where does that girl go? That's what I started thinking about. My unexpected insight was if you are a child of two different warring cultures, then really where is your home? So unexpected insights, anybody? Well, I found this part, the last, like, page 218. Um, we see... I'm a person that I will never come back. Asula, the previous, the princess, the well, I'm not spoiling that part. Well, she is on a, what is it called? What are those things called? Yeah. The wheelchair. <laughs> a straight jacket. She's got restraints. She's being she's restrained. She's <laughs> being physically restrained to a chair. Yes, and I see that. Well, in the series, she's getting crazy. I'm loosening her mother. That she, she says, "I love you, Asula. I always have and and always, <laughs> always will. Like she is." Well, I feel like the same time is a good thing because her she didn't feel any love from her mother, but she sees her mother saying, I love you, I always will. And like, I feel like that's a good thing for her to understand, try to understand that her mom does love her no matter what she is. Is she crazy, a maniac, a psychopath? She'll still love her no matter what. Yeah, I read the rest of this book last night and I have not seen the show. So my husband has seen the whole show. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, the crazy sister. And he's like, oh, is she back? <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, clearly you know who the crazy sister is. So apparently that's just a real big deal. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you know, so. My major insight was I just feel so bad for Aang, just all the time, because he's supposed to be just this all-knowing, all-powerful, person who's always just asked to make the biggest decisions and then not only that he's making decisions between friends people that he's known hmm. and it just took me back to those times where you have like two of your best friends fighting and you're stuck in the middle <laughs> and it's like you don't know what to do you know what is the solution there and I just it made me think about that big time <laughs> How old is Aang? Like, he's still, he he's seems like a kid. No, well, he was 11, so he was 11 when he went under the ice. Yes. Yeah. And then we're going to assume it was like, what, at least, we're going to say maybe three or three years, four years while he was mastering the elements? What do you think? No, like, for, like, we understood, like, he, it was that thousand year war, like, later he was. Like, so he was under the ice for a hundred years. Uh, preserved his body. But that's like you don't keep maturing when you're under ice, right? <laughs> no, he was frozen. Like, he did not age. Wow. And then he wakes up. Uh, Katara and Sokka actually found him. I'm actually going to Google this. How old is Ong? But, oh, so he was 12 when he started. We're going to say in season three. Okay. It's just, he seemed, what you were saying is he's got these big, big adult decisions to make, and to me, his character is written like a kid. So he's... So, according to Google and Screen Rant, it says um, that when he was found, he was 12, and it says, in the end, Aang was still 12 years old, or at most had just turned 13. 
And so the book picked up at 13, and then it skipped a year later, so maybe 14. So you guys are right in that same kind of neighborhood. Do you feel like you want to make giant life-and-death decisions for entire nations of people right now? Mm, no. <laughs> That's too hard. It's too dang hard. I totally get it. Would you? Could you choose what happens to the Fire Nation and the Earth Kingdom? Could you? No. No. <laughs> what about you? I think I would. Really? What would you decide? I would decide the best for the both countries and like freedom at the same time, but control at the same time. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Like, well, like, and, and, like, well, Suko saw something that Ang didn't see. Like, what I like about Suko, like, he saw something that Aang didn't see. And supposedly Aang was the one that's supposed to see every point of view. But it was Suko when he entered the family with um, the girl that Fire Nation, that, and the Earth King mom. And, like, and, like he saw that it doesn't matter what they still you have to come together at one, at one point. And he saw, like, what? they should stay here. I'll fight for my people. They should stay here. And I'm like, no. They should go part being the where they're supposed to be. But at the same time, I super was right. He was the one seeing the whole point of view except for him. And that's what Qatar wanted him to see the whole point of view. I think the hardest part, though, is that the Earth King wanted it to be cut and dry. Yeah. Well, this was our land, so we just want it back. And he wasn't willing to give or work on a solution. And that's really where the problem came in, because Zuko did see all sides. Katara did. Aang was just trying to restore everything, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I feel like the king, that, that king, I've heard for his name, but, like, he's kind, he's kind of dumb because, like, he never went to that place. Like, so you're, you're fighting for a line you never went, never saw your people. Mm -hmm. And, like, the Fire Nation came, like, okay, he's not here. We're, like, putting our stuff here and stuff like that. And, like, he says, like, I've never been in a war or seen a war, commanded a war. Because of, I forgot his name, the, his assistant. Uh, General Howe. Yeah, General Howe. He was supposed to one, like, making decisions for him, like, this is what he's supposed to do. But he turned out evil and stuff like that. Like, the king, right now, making the decision, he's supposed to be the one making decisions. And right now, he was up in the. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Something that amused me is about Suko. When he was sleeping, he. Uh, he snapped out of his dream and he spotted somebody watching him. Mm. Or trying to assassinate him. Mm. Yes. Crazy. He did have some like ESP going on. Yes. Do you, uh, to Kimberly's point though, I'm wondering, do you think that uh, the leaders who command troops and the leaders who send troops to war do you think that they would perform, or they, they would do different things if they had to actually physically go? Well, I, well, what, what, in <laughs> social studies, what I learned with Ms. Leo, uh, she um, shows us that the king makes the one decisions, but as well he has to make sure with the other, I forgot the other people who were called, but they have to make sure, like, okay, if this is what the king wants, let's try to make it possible 
but at the same time that you need a point of view someone experience with planning going to war and stuff like that like for example the, the president of the united states can say okay let's go war with this place mm -hmm. like but first of all he needs to talk with the government then step by step they're like okay we should do this this will be a plan the navy will go or the Force, no. <laughs> Air Force will yeah, go, yeah. stuff like that. Planning, yeah. But I mean, if, like, after 9-11, George Bush was the president, and we went to war in Afghanistan, do you think he would have done it differently if he had to physically go to Afghanistan? Maybe. Might, but at the same time, he'll be the one getting killed, because he's physically there. Yeah, it's a little scarier when your boots are on the ground. <laughs> I mean, I think that there is a certain thing to be said for leaders that do do that, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that there's a lot more respect for the ones that stand with their people. So, do you still have questions? At the end of this story, what are questions that linger in your brain? Mm. Well, about top, like, I've seen him like her I know she don't want no man, she's an independent woman, but like feel in the future will she marry Sokka? Ooh. Because like there's a ship like tough and Sokka, crazy guy and a straightforward woman, like what's gonna happen? And well like will their relationship work? Will it flaw? Will they have kids or something like that? Mm -hmm. Will they work will that one kid will have bending the other non bending? Who knows? Crazy. So that's your lingering question, is this couple, do they work out? Yes. Do you have any questions left over at the end of the story? No questions? Questions left and, over? Uh, oh. In the series, they say that their mom died. But what if, this is my theory, what if it's her mom is not? What if she's in the Earth Kingdom and uh, actually she's being controlled? Ooh, you're talking about the Fire Nation folks, their mom? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Supposedly they killed her, but we're not sure because... Yeah, because at the end we just see Zoo, uh, her mom saying goodbye to Zuko. And that's... that's really so our lingering question is about the mom who... Okay, because the dad's in jail, right? Yeah. And the mom is nowhere. Okay, we don't know. We don't know. So your lingering question. I don't, I don't know what she's putting my tongue. <laughs> yes, miss. My lingering question is, certainly that's not the only colony that is going to be fully integrated like that. So are there going to be any further movements to try and, I don't want to say redraw borders, but, you know, help the people out, yeah. you know, that are okay with being where they want to be. Uh, my lingering question is, is it necessary, like, a lot of these people in this story seem to want to separate out these nations. Fire Nation goes here, or, or Kingdom goes there, no matter what, period. And a lot, uh, there's this other faction that wants everybody to blend all together and all be friends, right? In this world, like in the United States, if we have separation like that, then it's considered bad. In, in the modern earth that we live in, if we separate out like that, it's considered racist or awful or horrible. 
in this world, is it actually awful and horrible to split people apart, or is that actually a really good idea there? Well, <laughs> it depends on who you're like, who are you, what is your thinking as well. Yeah, because if I split everybody apart just based on something like, you know, well, I can do this and you can't do this, so we have to be in separate cities. Yeah, so I mean, is it is it really a great idea there and putting all the fire people over here and all the water people over there? And I want to know the thing. Yes. What if all of the nations say, hey, we're, we're, we're people, we're all the same, but we have different abilities, but we, we're just the same. Let's just make a whole same nation all together, a whole republic. Well, so like everybody's got some sort of contribution they can make and yeah. they're all really important and a big piece of the larger puzzle. Yeah. I love it. A whole love plenty it. of water nation, fire nation, earth and air. Well, air is not an air, but like it's going, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, okay. So it would be the benefit of that. Yeah. It would be, be the benefit of having the earth the Earth Kingdom and the Fire Nation together, what's the benefit of that? What do you do if you have those people in the same town? Because that happened, right? What's the benefit? They were awesome metal workers. I bet. Yeah. And like, pottery. I have a, I have a, yeah. Oh, well, they said metal workers. Yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying pottery would be because you know you could make these pots and then you could just fire them in the kiln. <laughs> well, I have a theory as well. Like, I, I believe they're going to make a discussion they all should agree in one thing. Like, Fire Nation, if it agrees, if in the, the other three don't agree, well, it's, it's not going to be this, it's not going to be that option. So it has to be unanimous? Yeah, it's going to be like a whole, like a whole government discussion. Yeah. See, what that pulled in for me is so much of Aang's struggle is him not wanting to share the values. Mm. Like, the history, like, with his fan club, you know? Oh, yeah, he, did. he didn't want them to take his culture. Mm-hmm. Have you, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, but that is something that I think that will need to be worked on. Sharing the culture. Sharing the culture and being okay with sharing the culture. And I think that there at the end, he was more accepting to it, but he's still pretty... He got charged up about that tattoo thing. He really did. He really yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't do all the stuff you need to do to get that tattoo. Get it off your stupid head kind of thing. He was charged up. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a theory, like, so um, Aang is the avatar. But what happens if you have, your grandfather was a Fire Nation, your grandmother was an Earth um, King, oh, Earthbender, and your mother was, your mother is a Waterbender, and your followers that ever know before you turn to an avatar, there will be separate. It depends how many siblings you have, they all have a specific, like, element. You could, like, I, there's only one avatar, yes, but is it possible to have another avatar by evolution? It should be like because like a lot of people are combining, coming together. So you're saying like they could be, they because of the blending of the lines that they could possibly yeah. I have. believe, but if they don't do like something dumb uh, and they don't die the air, the the avatars, they, they could actually be a revolution of all avatars. Yes. 
What happens if that girl who's like half fire nation, half earth nation, marries somebody from another nation and has a kid, and then all of a sudden, like the kid has three nations going and, you know? <laughs> Crazy. Because like, I was thinking like, what happens if there are more avatars, just one, but like, there's only one, but what happens if there are multiple? Like, it'll be, if they come together, like they can be unstoppable if there are more, like more, it'll be like, but then there'll be a different nation, like avatars only, like real but powerful. We uh, control the elements. Will it be a chaos? Will it be good or will it be bad? We're all happy with our discussion. We love this book. We like it. We, we recommend it. Yes. 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 I recommend it to like a third grader and a teenager. Third grade to teenage. I would recommend. I would recommend any. Yeah, I was about to say, I would recommend it even for people my age, because Avatar came out when I was, like, oh, yeah. 10 or 11. I probably changed my mind about it. <laughs> I, I told my brother, like, they were interested in reading books, and I, I told them, like, okay, you can read any books, I'll let you borrow them. Mm-hmm. I have, like, Green Lantern, I have the, the Wild something, it's about dragons, and, like, Bridge of Terrafia and other books I have in my place and I say if you guys out be adding a new book to our collection <laughs> and you can read that avatar the last ever brand like my brother was excited to read it so I guess every age any age can read it I think that just about does it a uh, strong And that one's going to be Skeleton Creek by Patrick Carmen. So stay tuned.